Welcome to the Australian Hiker Podcast, Australia's longest-running hiking podcast, downloaded over half a million times in over 145 countries and providing you with an Australian perspective on all things hiking. We're your hosts, Tim and Jill Savage. This is episode 213 of the Australian Hiker Podcast, and in this week's episode, we talk about pillows and hiking. Before we get into today's episode, if you'd like to help support Australian Hiker and this podcast, there are a couple of ways that you can help us out. Firstly, by subscribing on your podcast host of choice, so that each episode is available as soon as it's published, and if you have the opportunity, leave us a five-star review. Another way to support us is go to the Australian Hiker website at www.australianhiker.com.au and click on the supporters page and buy us a coffee. You can do a one-off donation or become a monthly supporter. All donations are greatly appreciated and help us to continue producing this podcast and blog. Now let's get on to today's episode. For many people, transitioning to overnight hiking or camping brings a lot of new considerations. Where do you go to the toilet? What do you eat? What additional gear do you need? While we usually think about the big items like packs, tents and sleeping bags, for many hikers, pillows tend to be considered a luxury, but the ability to get a good night's sleep depends on a number of factors, and comfort is a big one. These days, there are many options available for us. Which one you use is really going to depend on your desired level of comfort. In this podcast episode, we take a beginner's look at pillow options for hiking and camping. We hope you enjoy. For many overnight hikers and campers, Difficulty sleeping on the trail is just something we put up with, and as we've mentioned, comfort is probably the big one that causes us the most issue, but there are other contributing factors, uh, including something called first night syndrome. Basically put, this means if you can think about when you go to a hotel or a new place and sleep for the first night, your first night's sleep is never the best, and this is because you're trying to get used to a new environment new noises, new sounds, and for hikers, that often applies to every night you go out and camp. But as we've mentioned, we're going to focus here on pillows, which play a big part in getting a comfortable night's sleep. If you're a new hiker and camper, the the first thing that you'll often head towards is just carrying a pillow from home. Uh, And for me, my Pillow is something I put a lot of thought into. I don't necessarily go for the most expensive pillow around, which is something a bit different from me. Oh, I think you do. <laughs> I think your pillow is more expensive than my pillow. Um, <laughs> when was the last time you bought a pillow, Tim? <laughs> so I think, yeah, from my perspective, I do like. I have particular likes and dislikes as far as pillows are concerned. Uh-huh. I, I, I like. <laughs> a certain thickness, I like a a certain firmness, and I think everyone tends to be like that. If you're car camping, and and by that we mean you're driving to a campsite, you're parking, you're setting up your tent not that far away from your car, Uh, you don't have to walk very far, and you might be doing a series of walks based out of one particular area. Uh, And that's what we did last Easter, where we basically camped at the campground at Mudawindji, and basically did a series of walks based there, but the tent stayed put up. And that means that you have less uh, restrictions in regards to weight and bulk because you're not having to carry it. And having a decent down or foam pillow, whatever your preferences are, it's easy enough to throw that into the car. 
One of the issues that, or like some of the issues that tend to be on the negative side of this is while it's suitable for car camping, it's not something you're really going to throw on your pack to go hiking with. No. Um, probably the biggest issue is bulk, uh, and it doesn't matter how much you squash down a pillow, it just takes up an awful lot of room in your pack, and that tends to be the biggest thing. And it is surprising, as, as, as lightweight as pillows tend to be, when you actually think about it and put it in a pack, it actually does weigh a reasonable amount, uh, and it's something you can do without uh, on, a, on a hiking trip. The other issue is that pillows don't tend to cope very well with the environment. They can absorb moisture. They can get dirty very easily. Uh, so, you know, as I said, it's good for car camping, not so good from a hiking perspective. From here, we start to move into the dedicated hiking and camping pillows. And in most cases, we are looking at pillows uh, these days, not always, uh, that are inflatable. There are a large range of inflatable pillows on the market. Uh, and as I was writing this article, I think the cheapest ones were around about roughly the $20 mark. The dearest ones were up, up around about the $100 mark. And which one you go for is really going to depend on you as an individual. A mid, good mid-price pillow is going to set you back roughly around about the $40 to $50 mark. And these pillows do come in a range of sizes. Uh, so you can get small, mediums and large typically. And depending on how big a pillow you want. For most hikers, you don't need a full-size pillow that you have at home. That's probably getting a bit too big. But for a lot of people, the small to medium-sized pillows work quite well. But really, that's going to depend on personal preference. Yeah, and they're, they're really so different, aren't they? I mean, uh, size-wise and depth-wise and um, uh, noise-wise. And uh, I think sometimes in the – particularly if you go into a shop, it's hard to – sort of pull them all out and scrunch them up and work out how it's going to feel under your head. And for me, if um, and Tim knows this really well, if my pillow isn't quite right, I start to snore quite a lot and I don't snore. <laughs> and I know that I do snore sometimes when I'm on the trail um, because I've been known to wake myself up. <laughs> that's, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I think the thing with hiking and camping pillows is they tend to have – a soft feel material on the on the side you put your head on. Uh, a lot of the hiking and camping pillows will tend to be single-sided, so it might have a flat base and a slightly curved top to fit in with the neck. It will have a soft feel material, so even if you don't have to worry about, have to worry about putting a cover on it, um, you still feel comfortable laying your head on it. The big advantage for me with inflatable pillows is you can inflate them as much or as little as you like. You can have them fully inflated, almost rock hard, and if that's what you like, that's fine. You can have them sort of three-quarter or half inflated. Again, it's really going to be up to you how you how much how many breaths you put into pillow to what makes it comfortable. And typically for me, I will never inflate a pillow fully. I'd say I tend to go roughly around about the 80 to 90% inflation, never the 100%. No, they're a bit rock hard when you, you pump them up fully. And, uh, you know, it is, it is a little bit difficult, though, to get that just right kind of Goldilocks space um, for your pillow. And it is different for everybody. Still on the inflatable pillow uh, segment is the upper end of the pillow range, uh, the inflatable pillow range. And this is going to set you back roughly around about the, 
the $80 to $100 mark. These are not cheap pillows. And in most cases, this is probably dearer than we will typically spend on household pillows. And Are you sure about that? <laughs> when was the last time you bought a pillow? <laughs> um, and a good example in this case here is the Cedar Summit Eros Down Pillow. And what they've done is they've just taken an inflatable pillow and they've put a layer of down over the top of it. So you get that that down softness you tend to pick up on your typical household pillows. It provides that extra layer of comfort. And it means that when you are rolling onto your side, as an example, it's a bit more comfortable on the ears. These pillows tend to be a bit more pillow-like. They tend to be a bit more pillow in shape. Uh, and they do tend to be larger, although there are some smaller sizes available. There are other brands and models on the market that are similar and in the similar sort of pricing range that all offer that upper end sort of quality. And for Jill and I, this is what we tend to use if we're doing on a very short hike. So something three or four days where we're not carrying a pack that's particularly heavy and we've got a bit of space left in the pack. Uh, or we're car camping. So for us, we do tend to use these ones for car camping only because they do cope with that. Yeah, if they get wet or they get a bit of dirt on them, they're easy to keep clean or to get clean. Yeah, when you're sharing a tent though and your tent is uh, super small, super compact, uh, sometimes you can start to sort of run out a bit of, uh, run out of a bit of space though when you have the two of them lined up side by side. So again, these these are the sort of pillows that if you really do like your pillow and really uh, put an awful lot of thought and effort into choosing it at home, uh, there's a good likelihood that it's going to be the same on the trail. Uh, uh, and then again, these sort of pillows, they aren't cheap. And as I said, they are often dearer than a lot of cheaper pillows you can buy for the house. But again, it comes down to what price comfort. But they'll probably last longer, I think. Well, I think so. I think so. I mean, I think for us, we've had these pillows for roughly around about a year and a half to two years. Uh, and as I said, for uh, for car camping uh, and when we want a bit of a luxury, these pillows do work really well. Now, moving away from what we'd class as a standard base pillow, and there's nothing that says that you have to go out and purchase something specifically like a pillow to go hiking and camping. In the old days, uh, and I, I'll, I'll say old days here being sort of 15, 20 years ago, a lot of people would just take the attitude that they'd roll up their jacket, they might put their shoes in the middle depending on what they liked, and they'd have a soft sort of uh, uh, covering uh, over the top of their sleeping mat with a bit of bulk created by the jacket and some of their spare clothing. I think these days with the advent of lightweight packing cells and lightweight packing bags, this helps to create an option for an alternative to a standard pillow. And from my perspective, I use my clothing packing cell as my pillow on longer hikes. So if it's hiked more than a sort of four days in length and where weight becomes more of an issue, I'm quite comfortable using my packing cell as my pillow. I do something slightly different to that, um, a, a bit of a variation of that. I will take uh, my excess clothing and put it inside a warm top, a wool top, and sort of wrap the sleeves around and create a little bit of a soft bundle. And it's probably bigger in length and breadth and uh, probably 
shallower than Tim's um, uh, packing cell. But that works for me. And I think that, you know, for, I think the thing, if you're an ultralight hiker and trying to minimise the weight, the advantage of either Jill's method or my method, and again, they're, they're performing different or they're performing this, the same function in a different way, is you're not carrying a dedicated pillow. It means you can actually reduce the weight, albeit by not a, a huge amount, and the bulk out of your pack. And certainly from a, a perspective of ultralight hiking, where possible, if you can dual purpose what you're carrying with you, so your clothing pack becomes your uh, your pillow, that's a bit of space and weight saving. Some people don't like that doing that. Some people do. Really, it's a matter of personal preference. Uh, and you know, if you don't want to splurge out and buy a pillow, try the pillow alternative to start with. If you really hate it, then start looking at at pillows as a luxury item. I suppose as a final thought here, this really is a very small piece of your hiking kit. You know, Weight-wise, bulk-wise, and even consideration-wise, this is not something that a lot of hikers will put a lot of time and thought into. It tends to be, um, I'm not having a good night's sleep. What can I do about it? And from a luxury item point of view, and luxury items are really classed as things that are nice to have rather than have to have, the pillow probably is the biggest luxury item, and I'd almost be confident enough to say here worldwide, that people will carry. As I said, it's not a huge expense, uh, particularly if you go for one of the cheaper ones. Um, it can make a big difference to your sleeping comfort and sleeping quality and over a period of days it can have a big impact on the quality of your trip uh, if you get a better night's sleep. I think what it comes down to for us is whichever option you go for it really doesn't matter so long as it makes you happy. We hope you've enjoyed this short introduction to pillows and hiking and it's maybe if particularly if you're new to hiking and you're thinking about what the options and alternatives are is maybe we hope that it's made things just a bit easier in helping you to select what options you want to go for. Yeah, and I think and and maybe it's given you a few new ideas and a few things to think about and um, perhaps you can come up with your own creative solution to the pillow dilemma. <laughs> um, it's a really important aspect of your hiking. It's probably a little bit overlooked um, until you have a really bad night. So, you know, think about it and uh, create something that's going to work for you. Okay, that's all for this week's episode. We hope you've enjoyed. Bye for now. And bye from me. This is episode 213 of the Australian Pika. Pika, Pika, podcast. <laughs>